definitely can tell how hard you practiced, and that was such a gift to all of us, for sure. Um, I want to introduce myself. My name is Crystal Zaiden, and uh, I have the honor of being the campus pastor here at this Crossroads campus. And it's so fun to be with each and every one of you tonight. And those of you that come regularly and have your family members here, and those of you that are new, and um, it's just, it's wonderful to be spending this Christmas Eve with you this evening. Um, we've been uh, practicing Advent here at our campus, and we've been lighting the candles each week. And so we've lit a candle for hope, for peace, for preparation, and for love. And so I'm going to go ahead and light those. And then tonight's candle, as we celebrate Christmas Eve service, is represented in the light of the world. And so I'll go ahead and light that. Light of the world. That is what Jesus called himself, is the light of the world. And when we look at the Bible and we look at scripture, light is a theme that is represented from the beginning to the end. And as we get ready here in a minute, we're going to sing Silent Night. And it's a song, if you've ever been to a Christmas Eve service or a candlelight service, it's tradition, right? We, we gather together, we light our candles to represent the light of the world. And it's what we do every single year. But I don't know if um, a lot of people understand the history of the song Silent Night, because there's a history that goes with it. In the fall of 1816, a German Austrian, a young Austrian priest named Joseph Moore. Um, there was a war that had been going on for 12 years, and it had decimated the country's political and social infrastructure. And Moore's congregation was poverty-stricken. They were hungry, and they were traumatized. And I don't know how many people at this point in 2021... <laughs> ready to enter into 2022. I know we can't compare our circumstances to what these people were living with, but I do know a lot of people feel pretty traumatized, pretty traumatized over what's happened the last couple of years. But he wrote this song, and the, version, the German version states, today all the power of fatherly love is poured out, and Jesus as brother embraces the peoples of the world. And those lyrics still have meaning for us today. He embraces the people of the world. 
And as Christmas Eve observances in churches all around the world sing this song, it has the power to give people the peace and the love that we long for every single day in a world that is full of so much division and unrest and suffering. So how much do we need that song this year? And how much do we need the song, O Holy Night? As we sing the lyrics, The Weary World, how many of you have felt weary this year? How many of you have a soul that longs to fill its worth? This baby Jesus that Andy just read about, he came to our world like a bright, shining star, a light to light up the whole world, chasing away darkness, helping people see. And what we have to remember is the darker the night gets, the brighter that star shines for us. In John 8, 12, it says this. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world, and whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. As we think of light, the symbol of hope, a person can be lost in a dark cave and turn a corner and is relieved to see any sort of light breaking through a crack. A person can be lost in the middle of sea and be aching to see a light in a lighthouse. In John 12:46, it says, I have come into the world as a light so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. In our world that we live in where we're just engulfed in spiritual darkness and people are groping to find a way out, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. A statement about his glory, but it was also more than that. It was about what he came to do. And Jesus says of himself in Luke 4, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And this is exactly how Jesus' life on earth was characterized. His life was about bringing hope. That's what he did. He brought life. He brought hope to the hopeless. And this life Jesus brings is rooted in his sacrificial act of offering himself to the cross to take away the guilt of sin. You see, Jesus came as a baby and grew as a man to display all the goodness of God through his caring acts toward people. He came teaching truth. He came to bear the punishment of our sin. In all these ways, Jesus is the light of the world. And light reveals truth, truth about ourselves. 
truth about who we are. You see, we never truly see ourselves until we see ourselves in the context of Christ. Sometimes it's hard to admit some of our imperfection. But when we compare ourselves to Christ and his word, we're confronted with our true self. We are sinners in need of a savior. That's who we are. This light also reveals the truth concerning the way of salvation. In John 8, 12, it says, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. This means life in its fullness. It means eternal life. It means not by accepting a set of standards or rules to follow, but by our promise that eternal life comes by receiving Jesus. And this light, it also causes growth. As we take in the truth and the presence of Jesus, we grow and mature just as plants need sunlight to grow. The presence of Jesus changes us. It changes and transforms us. Once we believe and understand that Jesus is the light of the world, then the light calls us to live a different life. We follow, we have the light, and the light cannot be hidden. Because not only does Jesus say, I'm the light of the world, but to his followers, he says, you are the light of the world. You each one of you are the light of the world. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. It is only as we strengthen our relationship with Jesus that we are lights to the world. And we must remember that it is the light of Jesus that shines in us. It's not some sort of light that we manufacture on our own. You see, as weary and as tired and as traumatizing as these last couple of years have been, when Jesus shines through us, we can have strength and hope and light and love. Woo, that is a storm. So we live like Jesus and we fight the battles in the dark, of the darkness, and we bring the truth to the blind, and we bring hope to those who need it, and we bring acceptance and love to the forgotten and those that aren't seen, those that are considered unlovable, those that seem confused about life. We bring joy to the sad and to the impatient. We bring a reason to be calm. We enter a space and we help change it and transform it. So as a worship team comes up and we get ready to sing that classic song, Silent Night, maybe you've never heard this news. Maybe you're here tonight and you've never truly understood who Jesus is and why he came into this darkness and that it was for you, and it was for me. And if it was only for you, he would have come. He's worth following.
He's worth loving. He's worth surrendering to. You see, as hard as life gets, it's always Jesus for me. He's the only one I can always depend on. He's the one that came to our world as a baby, grew as a man, died on the cross, and rose again for each one of us. So if you've never given him your yes, tonight can be the night that you do so. Tonight can be the night where the light of the world lights up your life as well. So if you all would like to bow your heads and close your eyes, and I just want to encourage each one of us to repeat after me as we say this prayer. Dear God, I want to be part of your family. You say in your word that if we acknowledge that you raised Jesus from the dead, and accept him as our Lord and Savior, we would be saved. So God, tonight on this Christmas Eve, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, God, for forgiving me, saving me, and giving me your love. Amen. We're going to have some people come, and we're going to do this as orderly as we can. They're going to come and light some candles on the end of the rows, and then if you want to turn to your neighbor and light their candle very carefully, very carefully, as we do this, um, we're gonna turn the lights off and we're gonna have a final moment of worship as we sing Silent Night together. And when we're done with this, I just, uh, just wanna encourage you um, as you go on your way this evening to remember the light and Jesus, our light of the world, the reason we gather here tonight. Amen.